The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about how you can maximize your revenue. Joining us is William Tyree, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io, which powers high-performing teams with real-time guidance by surfacing and recommending what works best. Revenue.io enables hundreds of customers like HPE, Nutanix, and AWS to deliver predictable results and optimize their entire revenue operation. Yesterday, William and I talked about rebranding for revenue and how William rebranded his company. And today we're going to continue the conversations talking about whether marketing operations is dead or not. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with William Tyree, the Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io. William, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. So glad to be back. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about your company and the idea that you're rebranding because Ring DNA was a call tracking enterprise solution that expanded to be more about the overlap between sales, marketing, customer success, and AI-driven solution. And so you needed to rebrand to focus your company on being focused on what's really happening in the marketplace. The silos and the walls between three major business units are coming down. And now we have revenue teams instead of sales or marketing or customer success. Heck, we're even doing our own podcast about this. It's going to be called The Revenue Generation. I hope you come on that once it's live. But I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going to happen to the marketing operators. You know, there's the role of marketing ops, the connectors, the builders, the data cleansers. They're central to what we've been doing in marketing for a decade. And now I'm a little worried about their well-being. What do I tell my friends that have marketing ops roles? Are they dead in the water? No. So first of all, Whenever somebody asks me if something is dead in marketing, I always say, not dead, different. If billboards aren't dead, then anything can survive. Exactly. Don't even get me started on the SEO is dead thing that's been going on for like 12 years. Email is dead? Yeah. Come on. Right. So here's my really nuanced answer for this. I'd say that in the near future for companies, like if you're if you're like a director of marketing operations or a marketing operations manager, and you're in, say, even a B2B SaaS company that's really product-led, where you're trying to get people to directly sign up for SaaS products, especially in like SMB and things like that, my guess is nothing changes in your world. Your title doesn't change. I think that if you're in e-com, nothing changes. 
But I think things are changing really fast, though, when you're talking about a B2B SaaS company or any kind of B2B company where marketing works with human beings on the sales side on a regular basis. We've seen it change really quickly. This year, we found that having a RevOps function across like all sizes of businesses in B2B in our research is now the norm. It's about half of companies have a RevOps function, meaning that they've started a department or what's really a close approximation of a department that's RevOps in their company. So I understand that on the B2C side, it seems like the marketing ops role is safe and not going to be a lot of change. On the B2B side, it seems like there is not necessarily a a deterioration or deprecation of the role, but it seems like there's actually an expansion where the people that were in marketing ops have an opportunity to have the work that they're doing spread across business units. So is this really a case where the marketing ops teams are now doing work on the sales side and with customer success or different people being hired for this rev ops role that are then managing the marketing operators? It's probably too early to say that there's different people being hired, but I do think that that's coming. For right now, I think it's more of an expansion like you're talking about. I'll give you just internally what we've done is for the last two years, I'd had a full-time marketing ops person on my team, even though we had other operations people around the company. But we decided to move that person into our RevOps team. What's kind of great now is when we have things that need to happen between like our different MarTech platforms, for example, we get a whole team kind of attacking it all at once and they're really efficient. So it's more of kind of a team thing versus not. And then maybe the next day or the next week, the next sprint, they're actually attacking functions that are more like feedback loops, maybe between sales and customer success, but they're actually able to move in a much more kind of agile way and in a way that benefits the entire business. So I think of the marketing ops role as primarily being about connecting the different tools in your MarTech stack, making sure that the data is centralized, clean, and we all understand what the KPIs are. Talk to me about how that role is different than what's happening in RevOps. So I think in RevOps, especially with just a lot of the technologies that are happening today, RevOps is much more the focus on creating feedback loops and insights that are shared among the team. So just two things that are examples. So here's one thing that I think almost every B2B company can equate to is you could be a CMO, you could be a demand gen leader, or you could be an SDR leader. And I think you definitely want to see metrics like lead pickup rate, lead follow-up rate by channel and by segment. So those are things that benefit multiple groups around the company. And that's something that a RevOps team would really focus on, on those kind of like revenue, like KPIs versus maybe a traditional marketing KPI, like a lead score or cost per lead insight or cost per square, things like that. But I think increasingly, though, we're seeing AI powered solutions get insights from previously unstructured data, like from conversations, for example, and things like that. And I think that's kind of the new frontier for RevOps in like trying to get feedback from those types of things and feed it back into the machine. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. 
No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So I want to put a pin in the AI piece because I think there's a lot to dive into there. What I'm hearing from you in terms of the difference between RevOps and marketing ops, in part, it is we're breaking down the silos. So marketing ops is just generally focused on different KPIs. There's a different tool set, but really the RevOps team is responsible for creating data points, KPIs that are useful across multiple different business units. It is not just the cost per lead. It is the cost per lead that then has been followed up by sales in a certain period of time or had some sort of success rate down market. So you're taking this sort of wider, sort of horizontal view of an interaction as opposed to focusing on the marketing specific silo. Yeah, that's right. It let's kind of go to worst case scenario. I mean, I've lived in worlds where in marketing, you're driving a lot of leads and you think you're doing great. And maybe you even see a good opportunity road to open on the sales side, only later to find out that none of those leads were getting routed to the right place. And those opportunities were not even coming from your marketing spend. So I think the great thing about RevOps is it's like looking at things holistically to make sure that we're not having those misses later down the line. I'll use a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross example here. How is the sales team going to blame the marketing team that the leads aren't good and that's the problem and why they can't sell if we're all working in the same organization? Right. I guess it just happens in real time as opposed to over a longer period of time. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to go get my coffee is for closers mug right after this. <laughs> I wish I had one. I have an HREF's mug back there, but that's as close as we get. So when we think about the changes for the marketing ops role, there's the horizontal expansion, different KPIs, different tool sets. But fundamentally, we're still doing the same thing that we were weaving tools together, cleaning the data, making sure it's useful, building the intelligence for the organization to be able to make the best possible business decisions. Is the role for someone in RevOps, you know, the qualifications, the things that you look for when you're hiring someone to do RevOps any different than what you'd be looking for, for an expert in MarTech or marketing operations? I would say not yet, but I think that things move really fast. And I think in two, three, four years, it's possible that you are starting to look at people who actually have particular expertise and experience then in companies where you were really trying to wrap things all in. For example, we're starting to see more and more people on the market who have experience, like, say, using, say, third-party data from platforms like Sixth Sense or Terminus 
using those to weave into like an ABM strategy and feeding those into other systems for account tiering and selection in real time by both marketing and sales. So all those technologies have been around for a while, but I think now that we're having expertise and a focus on aligning those and seeing how all these different things can work together to drive growth, I think that's where the market is going to change in two or three years. My takeaway from this conversation is for all the marketing operators that are listening, now is the time to strike. And the marketing silo as a function, specifically if you're in B2B operations, that pool might be drying up. And so it's time to start dipping your toe in the sales team's waters and the revenue operations waters, because over time, if you stay in marketing ops, specifically on the B2B side, those roles might not be there. And you're going to need to build that experience level of comfort with the new tools and sort of the scoring methodologies that are becoming common practice in B2B sales, marketing, customer success, the revenue generation. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And we're starting to see a little bit of that and it's only going to accelerate. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with William Tyree, the Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io. In the third part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, William and I are going to talk about AI for revenue teams. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about William, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is William Tyree. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-T-Y-R-E-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is revenue.io. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We've got summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N. N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.